Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a partly cloudy sky and 22 degrees. Day two of the E. Jean Carroll defamation trial ends with Carroll still on the stand and former President Trump maintaining the proceeding is unfair. E. Jean Carroll showed emotion during testimony recalling various threats she's gotten since revealing the sexual assault a jury has said former President Trump committed against her. His remarks, as she testified, almost got him thrown out. Post-court, he again called the case. A totally rigged deal. This whole thing is rigged. Election interference. The Trump legal team says Carroll destroyed evidence in this case and the previous sex assault case. Ask the former president. We think that the both trials should be thrown out. Court resumes Thursday with Carroll back on the stand under cross-examination. Gernal Scott, Fox News. A person was injured in a house fire in South Wichita last night in the 1500 block of South Greenwood. Officials confirmed that one person was hospitalized in critical condition. The occupants of the house were already outside of the house when firefighters arrived. The majority of the fire was in a garage. Damage estimated at $150,000. A teenager arrested following a fatal shooting at Town East Square last year is set to be tried as an adult. 18-year-old Tobias Robinson was 16 on the day of the shooting. Last March, when he was 17, a judge ruled that he should be tried as an adult for first-degree murder and criminal use of a weapon. But last June, the case was sent back to juvenile court due to a deficiency in the record. This week, a judge ruled that Robinson should be prosecuted as an adult, but it's still not known if the charges will remain the same. Robinson is set to be in court on February 5th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The flat tax is back for consideration in Topeka. The bill was reintroduced in the Senate Wednesday and now heads to the House. The Senate vote was 25 to 11 to apply a 5.25% single-rate income tax. Governor Kelly has said she would veto such a plan. The ability to listen to some law enforcement calls on your police scanner will soon be coming to an end in Kansas. After making changes to security on criminal records, the FBI says law enforcement will no longer be allowed to broadcast sensitive information over public networks. Kansas Highway Patrol is in charge of enforcing the new policy across the state. KHP Captain Jim Ohm says most of the changes will depend on the individual agency's budget. Trying to work with agencies that are 
are really financially strapped and come up with solutions or um, try to guide them towards grant resources. In Sedgwick County, officials expect to comply by the end of the year. There's been another round of airstrikes against Houthi rebel positions in Yemen. Launched from U.S. ships and submarines in the Red Sea, the missiles targeted more than a dozen sites in Yemen, according to Pentagon sources. Only hours after a drone attacked and started a fire aboard a U.S.-owned and operated vessel in the Gulf of Aden off Yemen's southwestern coastline. Earlier in the day, the Biden administration labeled the Houthis as a specially designated terrorist group, but stopped short of calling them a foreign terrorist organization. That designation had been imposed by President Trump, but was dropped in the early days of the Biden administration. In Washington, Jack Callahan. Fox News. KNSS News, I'm now 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 6.08 now, eight minutes past six o'clock, 24 degrees. The Boeing CEO is in Wichita to discuss issues with the 737 MAX jet with employees at Spirit Aerosystems. David Calhoun held a meeting Wednesday with Spirit's CEO, and employees from various departments. A spokesperson says he addressed the issues in manufacturing the 737s. The meeting comes as the FAA expands its investigation into the manufacturing process at both Boeing and Spirit. House Speaker Mike Johnson led a bipartisan candlelight vigil on the House steps, commemorating the first 100 days since the Hamas attacks in Israel. This attack, the first of its kind since the Holocaust, came because of anti-Jewish hatred, and it is our duty to call out this evil. If we don't condemn it, if we don't understand what brought it about, if we don't look at it and call it what it is, then anti-Semitic forces will continue to their global rampage, unabated. The case against one of the owners of a Colorado funeral home that did not take care of bodies in their custody is moving forward. Judge William Mueller ruled that the case against Return to Nature funeral home co-owner Carrie Halford can proceed and that she will face trial on charges of 260 counts of corpse abuse, money laundering, forgery, and theft. Carrie Halford and her husband John allegedly tried to cover up financial problems by abandoning almost 200 bodies they had agreed to cremate or bury, instead storing the remains in a neglected building. The bodies were discovered in October after neighbors complained about a foul odor. The judge saying the Halfords acted in order to try and prevent the discovery of the bodies. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. A major blow for sales of Apple's smart watches. The tech giant has once again been banned from selling current versions of its watch in the U.S. in connection with a patent infringement case filed against the company by medical device maker Massimo. In October, the International Trade Commission found that Apple's blood oxygen sensors had infringed on Massimo's intellectual property. Apple Watch models that have already been sold won't be affected by the change, but the company is preparing to sell versions of the Apple Watch Series 9 and the Apple Watch Ultra 2, from which the blood oxygen sensors Sensing technology will be removed. The ban could weigh on Apple's operations and sales. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Candace has news time now. 6-11, 11 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And right now in traffic, things are actually looking pretty good. Not really seeing uh, too many issues out there in the roadways. Uh, No big slowdowns out there to talk about. Things looking all right at the moment. Those traffic volumes are picking up, though. 
And uh, once they do, you'll want to watch out. Uh, we do have a stalled-out vehicle. This is eastbound on Kellogg, and it is just east of I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With cloud cover on the way out, we'll have a clearing sky. It'll be breezy at times today with a high 38. Some flurries possible this evening as a disturbance slides through from the northern Rockies are low near 8. And then cold Arctic air dives back into the central plains tomorrow with a high 20. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a few clouds, partly cloudy. North wind at 3 miles per hour. 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted of the morning on this Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Sunshine, breezes, warmer temperatures across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 41 degrees, just a few ticks between below of the normal high, which is 44. About time. Good morning, Ted Woodward. On this date in 1987, a winter storm hit the south-central United States. Oklahoma was hit especially hard. This is in 1987, as Oklahoma City received around 8 inches of snow, their highest total since 1948. Whoa. Snowfall totals in uh, Oklahoma reached 13 inches at gauge with drifts five feet high. Roof collapses across the state resulted in around $7 million damage. That was a big snowstorm in Oklahoma in 1987. And on this date in 1778, English navigator Captain James Cook reached the present-day Hawaiian islands, which he named the Sandwich Islands. There you go. James Cook find, finding the, the Hawaii there in 1778. Some local residents and an anti an animal rights group are protesting plans for a monkey breeding facility in southwest Georgia. Opponents are urging the Bainbridge City Council to block plans by a company called Safer Human, Safer Human Medicine. Wants to build a $396 million complex that would eventually hold up to 30,000 long-tailed macaques. The monkeys. 30,000. <laughs> That's a lot of monkey do. That is a lot of monkey poop. Monkeys would be sold to universities and pharmaceutical companies for medical research. The company says the Bainbridge facility would provide a domestic source of monkeys to offset imports. Aha. Apparently right now we have to import all our monkeys. But people for the ethical treatment of animals and some residents say they fear the possibility of monkeys escaping as well as coming to harm. So, yeah, that many monkeys in one spot. Somebody's going to figure out how to get out of there. And then it's, you know, here we go. You talk about a pandemonium. Mm Mm-hmm. There'll be some monkey shines you wouldn't believe. I'm just, uh, the macaque is not, yeah, they're the one with the funny little thing on their head, aren't they? I thought, am I thinking about that? Anyway, I just can't imagine 30,000 monkeys That's a lot. in one place. And if people in Georgia see this, is a good way to, you know, get some economic development in our area. We'll just breed monkeys. There's a good idea. Florida Republicans advanced a bill Wednesday that would ban teachers from wearing a rainbow flag lapel pin in public schools and universities. The language forbids government employees from displaying any flag or even depictions of flags that shows a racial, sexual orientation, and gender or political ideology viewpoint in a state or local government building. 
GOP Representative David Barrero says children need to be protected from images of the LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter movements. Opponents say the bill is inspired by hate. Asked about other nations' flags, Borrero says Israel's would be okay as a sovereign state recognized by the U.S. Of course, that rules out the Palestinian flag and the, mm, yeah. the British flag and, you know. <laughs> Starting to get if very you, subjective yeah, if here. You, if it's just Israel, is there something, something a little goofy behind this? Come on. All right, Stephen Ted, the morning here on KNSS. Every time I do something about that, I, I, I think about back to the to uh, the teachers we had in our day, and I I don't know how they dressed when you were in school, but uh, when I was in school, I mean, uh, we had it, it junior high school uh, seventh grade teacher. He was a social studies teacher, and my homeroom teacher was a man named uh, Mr. Hall, Jimmy Hall, and I don't recall ever seeing him without a coat and tie in class. And not everybody did. Of course, our math teacher had short sleeve shirts, but most of the men wore ties in those days. Women always wore dresses. Uh, but they, things change over I think the years. that was done by the time I was in school. Pretty, pretty much over. Everything was fairly casual, even when I was a, growing up. Probably go with a polo, polo shirt. Yeah, and, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was something. A little more cash. It was something tasteful. Well, you had, but, but you were but a cape. It was not. Yeah. It came coming and, to school in t shirts and shorts. Right, right. But they. they it cape and you had dress code, though, right? Students did. Students, yeah. And uh, I always thought that was a good idea. I, I ne- we never had it where I was, but uh, this good idea take, takes out of the imagination of shopping and what you're going to wear to school every day. <laughs> you wear that shirt and those pairs of those pants. Anyway, it didn't seem to harm you anyway. Any, any I don't take. think so. I think you you've turned out okay. Six uh, six seventeen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS and. Let's take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yep, we got Shocker basketball tonight for the men. Wichita State men on the road for the first time ever. They're making a visit to Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton. Shockers visiting 23rd ranked Florida Atlantic, the team that went to the Final Four last year. Oh, the Owls are 13 and four on the season. Shockers are trying to snap a five game losing streak. Have yet to win a conference game. Shockers are a 15 and a half point underdog going into this one. Shockers at 23rd-ranked Florida Atlantic. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening from Boca Raton. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. We'll talk men's basketball tonight for K-State. It's the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show with the head coach. That'll be at 7 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's already been a great week for K-State basketball, coming off that win over ninth-ranked Baylor just a couple nights ago. The Wichita State women's basketball team won last night at Coke Arena, win over Memphis, 71-66. Shocker ladies snap a four-game losing streak. Sophomore Daniela Abies would not let the Shockers lose. 9 of 11 shooting. She had 18 points and a career-high 16 rebounds. Shocker ladies are back in the win column. We had Juco men's basketball last night over in El Dorado. We had, a, in fact, a men's and women's matchup, Butler Community College hosting Cloud County. In the women's game, it was 14th-ranked Butler beating Cloud County, 82-58. Butler women are now 15-2 and on the season, coming off back-to-back wins. Meanwhile, the Butler men hosting Cloud County, and Dennis Higgins had the call of that game over on KFH. Two straight in the backcourt, almost had a stolen pass in the front court, Knocked away, but it goes to McClellan. Goes in with a two-hand dunk. That pass in the front court got deflected. It went to McClellan. He goes in for a powerful two-handed dunk.
And the Butler men beat Cloud 62 to 50. Butler men on a four-game winning streak right now, now 14 and three on the season and ranked 19th in the nation. Junior college women's basketball. The run continues for Hutchinson Community College. The Hutchinson women win at home last night, beat Barton County 74-64. Hutchinson women are now 17-0 on the season. They are ranked number five in the nation. Go to pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Cleveland Cavaliers win at home, beat the Milwaukee Bucks 135-95. Starting it forward for the Cavs, former K-State Wildcat Dean Wade had five points and three rebounds. And coming off the bench for Cleveland, Former Wichita State Shocker, the rookie, Craig Porter Jr. with nine points, a couple of assists, two rebounds. Cavaliers have won six in a row, and they are in the number four spot right now in the Eastern Conference. The New York Knicks win at home at Madison Square Garden, and they beat the Houston Rockets 109-94. Coming off the bench for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk, Quinton Grimes, had 11 points and three rebounds. The Knicks have won seven of their last nine. They're in the number five spot in the Eastern Conference. And in women's basketball last night, Friends University wins on the road at Oklahoma Wesleyan in an interesting game. Friends fell behind 15 to nothing to start the game. And then in the final 36 minutes, they outscored Wesleyan 78-35. <laughs> Friends ladies won it 78-50. to Wow. Uh, four wins in a row for the Friends women. And they're in the number three spot in the conference right now after a huge road win last night. What a turnaround. Yeah. Wow. Down 15 to nothing to start. They figured it out. Yeah, and you end up with a 28-point win. Wow. There you go. Sports is brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Provides detox, residential, and outpatient services for most insurances and veterans. Bel Air Recovery Center. Improves the lives they touch. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Is it a cold? Is it the flu? Does it matter? Always a good question. That's coming up, Stephen's Head in the Morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 630 here and uh, 24 degrees. A woman was injured in a shooting at a hotel in West Wichita Wednesday over the noon hour. This is in the 5800 block of West Kellogg Drive. 28-year-old woman found in a room, hospitalized in serious condition with a gunshot wound to her leg. No arrests have been made. A horse that wandered onto an ice-covered pond in Butler County was rescued yesterday afternoon. Andover Fire Rescue Chief Chad Russell says an animal response team used fire equipment to get the animal to dry ground. So we were uh, put on our ice rescue suits and we were able to make it out her out to her. We slung her with our normal uh, ropes and webbing that we uh, use for uh, rope rescues. And we were able to, with those slings, we were able to pull her off the ice and get her over to the edge. A veterinarian provided the horse with fluids through an IV and tended to some minor injuries. Sedgwick County Department of Strategic Communications Director Nicole Gibbs says the county needs workers for the 2024 election season. Election workers play a vital role in the election process, and is and it's an excellent opportunity to serve the community. You can apply today at sedgwickcounty.org slash elections. Kansas presidential preference primary election day is Tuesday, March 19th. Federal and Texas officials are clashing over control of the U.S. southern border. 
Fox's Matt Finn reports from Eagle Pass, Texas. Over the weekend, Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar tweeted in part that Texas is to blame for the drowning death of a migrant and her two children. However, the Texas Military Department strongly refutes that claim, saying it's wholly inaccurate. However, despite the unconfirmed allegation floating around over the weekend, the White House released a controversial statement insinuating Texas is to blame, writing in the very first line, on Friday night, a woman and two children drowned near Eagle Pass, and Texas officials blocked U.S. Border Patrol from attempting to provide emergency assistance. That controversy aside, a federal attorney has warned Texas that today is the last day the state has to allow Border Patrol agents back, or the attorney writes the U.S. government will consider all options on the table. Governor Abbott and other Republicans are blaming the White House border policies for issues at the border. An Air Force officer training to be a Top Gun fighter pilot has been crowned this year's Miss America. 22-year-old 2nd Lieutenant Madison Marsh, who represented the state of Colorado in the pageant, was crowned Sunday night in Orlando, Florida. Marsh is the first active duty officer to ever receive the national title. She performed a spoken word piece in the talent portion on Sunday. I give a speech on my very first solo flight at the age of 16. Because I started flying around 15, um, that's whenever I kind of fell in love with the Air Force Academy and the idea of serving. The 2023 graduate of the Air Force Academy holds a degree in physics and is currently pursuing a master's degree in public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School with a National Truman Scholarship. She tells Fox's America Reports how her service prepared her for the role as Miss America. We're really trying to mesh both of these roles together as me remaining on active duty and maybe potentially becoming a recruiter for the Air Force because really I wouldn't be able to be Miss America or even gone to Harvard without the opportunities that the Air Force provided. The finalists were all asked about their goals as Miss America. Marsh responded by highlighting her military credentials as an embodiment of her commitment to learning and leading with a passion. They gave me all of the tools at the Air Force Academy to compete in pageants, to get the scholarships I received, to send me to Harvard while I'm still active duty. And so we really want to mesh these two roles together so I can advocate for people that are armed service members and really try to get more people to join the service. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yesterday we hit 41 for the high in Wichita. Today may be a few degrees cooler, but here comes another blast of Arctic air tonight and into tomorrow. Partly sunny and breezy with a high 38 later on this afternoon. Some flurries this evening are low 8 above, then sunny and windy on Friday with a high 20. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, 6.34 on this January 18th, 2024. On this date in 2005, the world's largest commercial jet, the Airbus A380 Super Jumbo, capable of flying up to 800 passengers, was unveiled in Toulouse, France. Can you imagine? It's a large. I've never seen. Have you ever seen one of those? I've never seen. Not one. in person. I've Man. seen it on the. Yeah, eight hundred people, and they can still get off the ground. It still and fly. gets off the ground. Man, that's pretty impressive. That's a large vessel. <laughs> yeah. 
That's uh, you know more people than we had in my high school, I guess. <laughs> eight hundred people. Uh, never been on the A three eighty. Well, I have to do that before we before we blast off this sphere, Ted. Don't see many of them flying into Wichita. No, I don't think that we've got enough air, air runway out there. Probably. The author of Little Women may have been even more productive than previously thought. A Northeastern University postdoctoral teaching associate believes he has found work that Louisa May Alcott wrote under several pseudonyms for local newspapers in Massachusetts. Some of the 20 or so stories and poems found were also written under Alcott's own name. One story, written under the pseudonym E.H. Gould, was along the lines of Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. Northeastern University's Max Chapnick believes Alcott may not have always used her real name so she could explore different topics without harming her reputation. Anonymously. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of that going. Not anonymous. She was just different name. Different name. Uh, yeah, that happened. Well, that happened a lot in the 19th century. Yeah, and even uh, in the revolutionary times, too. I mean, yeah. they, they didn't use their real Authors name. Authors would try out different names. And Benjamin Franklin used Mrs. Pickwick or something. I, I can't remember what exactly it was. Old Richard. Old Richard. There you go. Yeah, so, however, Ted and I are operating under our, our uh, God-given names. Uh, yeah, we're not doing names. We're, not, we're not faking it up. Uh, a lot of that happens in radio, I mean, and, and, mm-hmm. and television. They used to. Not as much anymore. You notice some of the names we see on TV and in radio and some of the – you can tell those aren't made-up names like Sam Stone. or I had a radio – there was a radio <laughs> station one time that I heard of that uh, they didn't know what uh, – you know, they had uh, like six different DJs and – yeah. Each one was named after a color. So, you know, there was Jim Green doing a morning show and Bill Black in the middays and Tom Brown at night, you know. <laughs> Honestly. Did that equate to any ratings? You know, and I believe uh, when KEYN signed on the air, they were the All-American State. Now, I'm, this, is, this is going back. This is 67, 68. I believe they were all named after uh, presidents. So you had Tom mm. Jefferson doing a show. Wow. <laughs> And John Adams, uh, different names like Anything that. Anything for a gimmick. Yeah. We had a hired a, a young woman here in town who, uh, she went on to work in Detroit in TV. And uh, uh, when I was at KXLK, we hired her, and I, I'm not going to remember her. Well, I do remember her name, but uh, she changed it uh, from her family name here in town to Tracy, I can't, anyway, her uh, her actual given name was, was uh, sounded like, sounded kind of funny. So we changed it for her. And she took it, and I think she found up doing Detroit TV, and it did well. Look at that. Yeah. So everything maybe is... Maybe we should have changed our names. Our names. Maybe our careers could have taken off. What what, what we called Pork Shop and what did we say? Maybe Pork Shop and Willie or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you had one you made up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, there, was, there was one guy that was named after a food yeah. that did radio in this town, so we thought we should change our name to Pork and Beans. Pork or, and Beans. Or Mac and Cheese. Mac and Cheese. Yeah, it would be another <laughs> tandem that we could have used. But you didn't want to be named Cheese. Well, I, I didn't care. I've already I, been. I would have gone with that. We'll see what we – we'll talk with Tony Ducey later today. Maybe we can change our name to Mac pork and, and Cheese. Pork and Beans in the morning. Mac pork and Cheese beans. in the morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 638 now, Stephen. Steve might be Ted. somewhat appropriate. Stephen Ted in the morning. Let's take a look at uh, the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. Most of the session Wednesday had the entire cattle complex trading on the negative side. 
Now, late in the session, buying lifted most of the live cattle and the feeder cattle futures to new highs for the current move up, and the closes were almost all positive. The lower grain and soybean futures yesterday may have offered some support, along with technical buying to our cattle complex. Now, Friday is the monthly cattle on feed report. The lean hogs traded and closed yesterday on both sides of unchanged. February and April contracts saw six session lows. On the close, Feb cattle were two cents lower at 173.10. March feeders up 95 cents at 229.77. And Feb lean hogs 67 cents higher at 71.45. Now trading was mixed and the closes were mostly negative for the wheat corn and soybean futures. Uh, on Wednesday, now the Kansas City wheat and the corn made new contract lows yesterday. Overall, yesterday was a very quiet news session, but we did see Egypt buy 360,000 metric tons of wheat from Russia and France. At the moment, March KC wheat is a half a penny lower at 593 and a half. March corn up three quarters of a penny at 443, with March soybean six cents higher at 1211 and three quarters. February crude oil 12 cents higher at 72.68. February gold's up $11.30 at 2017.80. The March S&P's up 21 points at 4792, with March dollar index down 13 cents at 103.08, and the March dollar index 20 three points lower at 37,436. For commodity trading, egg marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Left for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. don't know if you heard our news a while ago that uh, over in Butler County, uh, they fished a horse out of a lake over there that fell through the ice yesterday. Uh, is that is that happen very often? Is that common? I won't say it's common, but it is something that does happen. Not it happens with yeah. cattle, too. They will wander out there on the ice, you know, whether they're just curious or whether they're looking for water to drink and, you know, ice isn't thick enough, fall through. Well, they rescued this, this horse and uh, <laughs> put a big blanket around her and gave her some IVs and got her going again. So there you go. So it's a happy ending, the horse in the ice. Hmm. How about that? That's right. All right, sir. All right. T- thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning at this time, KNSS News Time is 641 coming up we got don grant cfe the money tracker medicare might not cost what you think it does okay so on the way with Stephen ted in the morning here on knss worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen 10 in the morning, KNSS, 646 here on a Thursday morning. Three big things. Kansas Senate passes flat tax proposal. Governor Kelly has said she will veto. 
One person injured in a house fire on Greenwood in South Wichita, reported in critical condition. One. E. Jean Carroll takes the witness stand in her defamation suit against former President Donald Trump. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. This morning in Wichita, most common gasoline price out there, more, most common one we're seeing, still two sixty nine a gallon. The high end jumping up. I'm seeing some stations this morning at two seventy five a gallon, but that low end you can still find out there. Mays and Kellogg two forty five a gallon. Traffic update from ninety eight seven at thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of thirty six degrees. Chance for flurries and cold tonight. The overnight low, 8. Friday, mostly sunny and cold. Tomorrow's high, 20 degrees. Now partly cloudy. North wind at 3 miles per hour and 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Artificial intelligence may contribute to misinformation this upcoming election. Fox on set. You ready for presidential politics again? How about fake news? One of the leaders in the newly emerging field of artificial intelligence hopes they're ready. There's a new factor in the creation of political misinformation this year, something that wasn't in play in 2020, and that's artificial intelligence. Generative AI-powered creative tools have already been used to create realistic, phony images, which could lead viewers to think something happened that didn't. And then there's the AI-based easy recreation of voices. It's all cheap to make and easy to disseminate. That's why OpenAI, the folks behind ChatGPT, are hoping their new tools will curb the use of its tech in creating and pushing misinformation. This includes watermarking images created with its Dolly image creators and banning from its apps anyone creating chatbots, impersonating candidates, or encouraging people not to vote. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. The outlook for interest rates had an impact on Wall Street Wednesday. Stocks fell after a stronger-than-expected retail sales report for December signaled a strong economy which dampened hopes that the Fed would slash interest rates soon. Spirit Airlines stock fell to take off again, falling 23% after falling nearly 50% on Tuesday after a federal judge blocked the budget carrier's acquisition of JetBlue Airways. And Apple stock fell 1% following news that the tech giant will be banned from selling watches with a blood oxygen feature beginning tomorrow following a federal appeals court ruling. The Dow winners, Boeing, United Health Group and Salesforce. The Dow decliners, Caterpillar, Goldman Sachs and Disney. The Dow falling 94 points. The Nasdaq down 89. S&P 500 down 27. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Medicare might not cost what you think it does. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here to enlighten us this morning <laughs> as always. Good morning, Don. Yeah, I'm, uh, you're going to be so enlightened. I'm so enlightened. This. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, as we enter and proceed into retirement, we should we probably already scaled back on some of the expenses we had earlier in life. The mortgage is probably going to be gone. No more term life insurance is needed. We're not feeding that 401k anymore or paying the kids college expenses. And we probably own our vehicles outright at that point in time. But one oft misunderstood expense continues to grow. That's health care. After 65, when Medicare kicks in, we begin to use the healthcare system more. 
According to Health Services Research, HSR, nearly a third of a lifetime of health care expenditures is incurred during middle age and about half during our senior years. And for those reaching age 85, more than one-third of their lifetime health care spending will accrue in their remaining years. Now, our lifetime, our lifeline, of course, is Medicare. The traditional plan was a, you know, it has, has some pretty huge gaps, which means that we need to pay much more than we might expect. Most insurance plans have out-of-pocket maximums. Medicare doesn't. That means that the sky is the limit for what Medicare patients may have to pay. HSR reports that total health care spending for Americans 65 and older is more than $15,000 per year. The average working age American spends about $5,000 per year. On average, retirees will need to pay directly for about a fifth of their total health care spending. And that doesn't include premiums paid on Medigap and Advantage plans. Many people don't know that Medicare doesn't cover long-term care. It's advised to have some form of outside coverage, perhaps a hybrid policy that covers both long-term care and life insurance needs. This is, you know, this all leads up to an age-old discussion about the tremendous amount spent on heroic measures in the twilight of many Americans' lives. Healthaffairs.org reports that end-of-life health care spending is lower here than many other wealthy countries. We are terrible at predicting who is going to die and when, so it's standard to spend money on people who are suffering from an illness is appropriate even if they die. We do that. So if you have any questions, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Just tell you personally, I, I never went to a doctor. Till uh, I was about 50. Really? I went in for a checkup, and they started finding some little things wrong. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, my spending on health care accelerated over the past 25 years or so. Well, I And did, it uh, continues to continue. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You'll spend, spend most of it in your in your elder years. Yeah. When I get there. Whenever you get, when and if you get there. Yeah. You know? All right. Today is uh, Get to Know Your Customers Day. Observed annually the third Thursday of each quarter. I was going to say, yeah, it, we do I've this. heard this before. Yeah, we've got uh, four of them a year. Uh, when businesses get to know their customers, they also get to know more about what they need to grow. That's what they're saying here anyway. But what do they plant? Things? Yeah, it's get to know your customers day. Okay. So what, what are you, you going to do about that? I, I get to know them every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you, you know, I mean, I, I, I am in regular contact with well, that. So if you're you know, good, at, if you're good at what you do, especially in your line of business, you ought to be in contact them all the time. I have, you know, I have a uh, financial planner who uh, never calls. <laughs> okay. Well, you got, and I say, okay, I don't have any problems. So you I'll got just, the number two, six, seven, oh, 600. I just call her now and then whenever we had a question. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't have any questions. Just let it sit in there and then all those big piles of money get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Years go by, especially the stuff you buried in your I backyard. But I couldn't think of anybody who might be a decent money plan or you know health planning management planning for me. I couldn't think of anybody. So, okay, uh, I come on. I'm a little offended that, uh, yeah. here. Well, see now you, you know. don't even you're not getting to go to your customers. Okay, but you're not his customer. <laughs> you're I not know. my customer. But I could be. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk. I'll, uh, uh, no. yeah. It's a. Uh, 
is an important thing for for most people, I think, to, to have a financial planner because there's so many interesting vehicles out there that can take advantage of uh, investments and so forth. And you can exactly. do well. There's so many things you can do. It just depends upon what you need. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. How many How many clients do you have? About seven thousand. Uh, Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Right? Yeah. Boy, that's yeah. That's what I call growth, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All oh, right, boy. get to know your customers day, and if, if you're in any line of business, get to know them every day. Will do. They're the people who pay the bills. Uh-huh. 6.55 now, Steve and Ted coming up, uh, 7 o'clock news here at the top of the hour. Trump's defamation trial continues, and Kansas Senate passes a flat tax proposal. That's on the way with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 